0: My name's Joe Rybant, and each and every week we'll be here talking about the week ahead, the week that was, and much, much more. No new comics this week, although please note that the signed edition of the Red Sonja hardcover will be in most stores this week. So we'll be quick. We do have a metric ton of titles at the printer being prepped for delivery to shops in the coming weeks. So stay tuned to the podcast and to the website and to the emailers for more word on those titles. Now, last week's books have been making the reviewing rounds, and first up is Army of Darkness number 12, which received a spot review over at Newsarama, and reviewer Troy Brownfield commented, It's tales like these that keep the ongoing book in the fun category. Ash's propensity for drawing or zomb- er, deadites is finally explained, with some truly hilarious flashbacks to his days as an infant, a schoolboy, and a high school student. The fact that all of these incidents happen to Ash without him ever establishing a pattern is part of the charm of the character. He likes to think he's the smartest guy in the room, but he's usually just the biggest mouth. Now, as far as our fill-in artist on that issue, Fernando Blanco, Troy also approves, saying, I had really grown to like Kevin Sharp's art on the book, and I credit him with helping turn it from the cartoony tale it was in the beginning to a more consistently enjoyable read. Blanco works in that same mold, but with just a touch of Ty Templeton, or maybe Tony Harris by way of Bruce Timm. Either way, it looks good. Now I want to remind everyone that AOD 12 and 13 wrap up the current series, and do in fact feature the Death of Ash. Issue number 13 leads directly, and I mean directly, into the Marvel Zombies crossover, with the last page being drawn by a very special guest artist who also provides a cover for the issue, an unannounced cover for the issue, by the way. More details on this artist to come. Also at Newsarama, our Monster War trade paperback was reviewed, and once again Troy was the reviewer, saying... It sure looks good. Fans of Big Boobs will be particularly happy. And the story by horror collaborators Christopher Golden and Tom Stagowski is familiar monster-mashing fun. G&S telegraphed their endgame early, the inclusion of a completely different kind of mythos along with the headliners of monsters, but darn if it isn't all a good time. Now these are the same monsters that recently gave Ash a hard time in AOD Monsters, which will be featured in trade paperback form soon and the monsters will soon be featured in their own one-shot and more details on that to come as well. Now, rounding out last week's reviews, we have Savage Red Sonia, Queen of the Frozen Waste number 4, the end of that mini-series, which was summed up by saying it's more fun stuff from Frank Cho and Doug Murray, but the really stellar work is provided in the art by Holmes. That guy draws the kind of polar bears that would give Sawyer nightmares. Nice. And once again, Holmes is our artist on Red Sonia, beginning with number 19 and carrying through uh, that storyline, which is called Animals, and the second storyline, which is tentatively called The Long Way Back Home, and uh, a special assignment for Mel Ruby will be announced soon. Now, do you have a review that we may have missed? Again, this last week was a little light with reviews, so if we missed something, please send it on over to letters at dynamiteentertainment.com or please post it to the Dynamite message boards. Now, in a Dynamite-related note, word came down this week that Battlestar Galactica is moving to Sundays, and Painkiller Jane is taking its Friday slot. This all happens in January. Now, how it relates to us, of course, is that we publish both series, so it's kind of a non-event for us, but I'll take this moment to once again mention that Painkiller Jane from Dynamite Entertainment and creator Jimmy Palmiotti and Joe Quesada will be back in 2007. More details to come. And on the Galactica front, we remain committed to that franchise with stories in development featuring the story of the Pegasus, the story of Commander Adama, the story of Baltar and Six, and of course, the Cylon War. And all of these will help fill in the backstory from the events of the miniseries, which relaunched Galactica on TV several years back. Also, in the last couple of weeks, anyone that picked up Wizard number 183 probably noticed the five reasons you must read The Lone Ranger. Now, you can find a scan of this on our media page if you missed it, but I'll run down the five reasons for you right now, and please supply your own drumroll. Number one, it's like reading Ultimate Lone Ranger. Number two, it's written by Joss Whedon's protege. I'll just add that Brett certainly shines on his own, but the sentiment is appreciated, I'm sure. Number three, John Cassidy is shotgun. Number four, Tonto's a badass, and just wait until they see the next couple of issues. Number five, good westerns never go out of style, and I'll add amen to that. Thanks guys over at Wizard. Lone Ranger number three should be heading to stores in the next week or so, with the crew finalizing issues four and five and six, capping off this reintroduction of the American Icon. Look for the hardcover collection solicited in March, and the Lone Ranger to be making an appearance at 2007's free comic book day and thanks to everyone that voted in our poll for Free Comic Book Day, the outcome of that poll, in combination with our discussions with select retailers across the country, will be announced in the future. We will be doing a flip book for Free Comic Book Day, Lone Ranger will be one, and we'll let you know what the other story will be. Now, as we head towards the end of the year, the time has come for the endless parade of best of lists, and we're no exception, because as my good friend Ben says, Everybody loves lists, and I do agree with him, hopefully, and you agree with us. Now, over at the Dynamite Boards, I've started an official Best of Thread to talk about the best of 06s, movies, music, books, and, of course, comics. All are welcome, so head on over and let us know what you liked this year. Now, before we go, let's do a Dynamite tease of the week. And last week, I teased a couple of upcoming titles, debuts, actually, and an image from one of those titles can be found online at the Dynamite message boards in a thread titled, Let the Speculation Begin. And, of course, just a few minutes ago, I teased the Monsters one-shot, and I'll add that it's written by a guy who's doing work for us currently, so consider that tease. And also last week, we met with a big-name writer who is a frequent collaborator with a big-name artist, to discuss a big-name comics event for 2007. And I'll end that by saying, this one's going to be huge. And that'll do it for this week. Thanks for listening. As always, please feel free to email us and tell us what you think. We may just send you something for your thoughts. You never know. And as always, we can be reached online at dynamiteentertainment.com and I can be reached at submissions at dynamiteentertainment.com or letters at dynamiteentertainment.com To find a comic shop near you, visit csls.diamondcomics.com or call 1-888-COMMIC-BOOK.